you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know. Amen. People say, well, I don't believe you can know. Well, the Bible says you can. I'll take what the Bible says over what people have to say every time. Amen. And I'm glad I can say with confidence tonight, I know. I know. As Paul said, I know in whom I have believed. Amen. And am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. It's good to be saved. Amen. We've got something to shout about. We've got something to get glad about. Amen. Uh, I know life ain't always fair and there's ups and downs and trial and tribulation and heartache and sickness and and even death. Amen. But through it all, listen, uh, uh, we've got a mansion waiting for us on the other side. Amen. No matter how bad it gets, we're going to get on the other side. You say, well, I, did, I didn't do anything to get it. I didn't either. He did it all. Amen. I'm going on the merit of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What's exciting to be here tonight? I like revival time. I like when folks get together and sing about the Lord and worship the Lord and not ashamed to shout. Amen. I like to be in a shouting church. Amen. I like to be in a praising church. If there's anybody got a reason to shout, born again believers have a reason to shout. Now, if you got the mully grubs tonight, uh, listen, sit in the back somewhere. Don't let it rub off on somebody. Amen. I don't want the mully grubs. I want to get happy in the Lord. Have you ever noticed this? Have you ever noticed this, that uh, all the songs we sing about the Lord uh, are songs that we rejoice about, what he's done for us, amen. And I feel sorry for the Muslims. Have you ever heard any songs sung about Muhammad? Amen. Uh, What a fellowship, what a joy divine, uh, you know, in 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 Muhammad's arm, amen. Uh, Listen, uh, there's millions, hundreds and thousands of songs written about the Lord Jesus Christ, poems written about the Lord Jesus Christ, stories told about the marvelous redemption and, and the cross of Calvary and what the Lord's done, but they ain't got nothing to sing about. Amen. They don't have one song to sing about what that, what Muhammad's done for them. You say, well, I don't like that. Don't matter to me. Amen. Uh, I got something to sing about them, and uh, it ain't nothing that I did. Amen. It's something he did for me, and I thank God for that tonight. Man, I tell you what, y'all got me fired up already. We hadn't even looked, uh, we hadn't even announced the Bible text yet. Amen. But uh, I enjoy going to church. Amen. I enjoy being among around God's people. Amen. Well, we're excited that you're here tonight. We are delighted that you're here. Take your Bible tonight to the book of uh, Matthew. The book of Matthew. Let's look at the 17th chapter. Matthew chapter 17. We read about the Mount of Transfiguration. Uh, When our Lord was transfigured uh, uh, in the presence of these disciples here in uh, Matthew chapter number 17, the Bible says, beginning in verse number one, and after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into an high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun. And his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with them. Uh, Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. Can I just pause right here and say this tonight? 
Wherever the Lord is, that's a good place to be. Wherever they're singing about him, that's a good place to be. Wherever they stand and testify of his marvelous grace, that's a good place to be. Now, I, I'm telling you, I can't imagine my memory. I've got a vivid imagination. But what a marvelous thing that was that day as the Lord took those disciples apart from the world and was transfigured before their eyes and they saw the Lord Jesus in all his glory. You see, I believe Jesus is God. Amen. And I'm telling you, he transfigured before them and they saw the Almighty. Uh, They saw him in his glory. They saw him in his power. They saw him in all his majesty. They saw him as he really is. And Peter, he he could have said, man, this is a, a, you know, hey, we ought to take notes here. Uh, He he could have said, but he was so overwhelmed that he said, Lord, uh, it is good for us to be here. I mean, what else could he say? Amen. He just saw something marvelous. He said, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee and one for Moses and one for Elias. While he had spake, I mean, it's about to even get better. Yeah. Amen. He just seen the Lord transfigured, but now he's fixing to get really up uh, in, in the Lord. It's really fixing to get good. Amen. The Bible said, while he had spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud. Can I stop and say something else? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you can't read a line or two. You just got to stop and say something about it. There's going to come a day there's going to be a voice in the cloud again. The Bible says he's coming in the clouds of glory. And we're going to hear a voice say, come up hither. I don't know if the Lord's going to call us up alphabetically. I don't know if he's going to start with A and end with Z. Uh, but I know this much. If he does that, uh, the carpenters are going up before me and I'm going to have to wait to the W's. Amen. Uh, but when it gets close, uh, L-M-O-P-Q-R-S. Boy, I'm going to start getting excited about S and T and U and V because W is about to show up but I'm going to hear him say come up hither amen what a a thing that's going to be and so the Bible says there was a voice out of the cloud which said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased hear ye him and when the disciples heard it They fell on their face and were sore afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and be not afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. Amen. Uh, They saw no man Save Jesus only. I'll preach for a little while on what the disciples found in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What they found. Our Father, we thank you. Lord, tonight our hearts rejoice. And Lord, we're glad tonight, no matter what this world does. 
No matter what transpires, no matter what direction our leaders may take us, I'm glad it's settled in glory. I'm, I'm glad tonight that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm glad, thank God, the, for that day over on South 7th Street in Durant, Oklahoma, where I trusted Jesus as my personal Savior. Lord, I didn't deserve it the day I got saved. I don't deserve it today. But I'm thankful that Jesus loved sinners. I'm glad he died for sinners. I'm glad he rose again the third day uh, to save sinners. And I'm thankful tonight, uh, God, that we can gather in this day and this time and have an old-fashioned revival where we sing praises unto God and give God worship and we can thank him for what he's done. But this is just the beginning uh, because throughout all eternity, we'll praise him without ever tiring. We'll praise him without ever growing weary. Uh, we'll praise him forever and ever and ever uh, because of what he's done for us. I pray tonight, Lord, that you'll touch hearts. God, that you'll do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. I pray tonight, Lord, for that one that's weary. I pray tonight for that one that's troubled in heart. I pray tonight for those that are going through troubles and trials in their life. And, uh, Lord, they have doubts and fears uh, in their hearts. I pray tonight, God, that you'd just uh, uh, give us, Lord, a revival. Uh, you'd uh, stir our hearts. You'd uh, lift the burdens tonight. And you'd comfort the heart and Oh, God, uh, more than anything, we pray that you'll save sinners. And God, you'd encourage the saints tonight. And Lord, we'll be careful to give you the praise and the honor and the glory for everything you do. We pray and ask it all in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen and amen. The Bible says here, uh, when they, uh, uh, when the Lord touched them, he said, be not afraid. And the Bible says, and when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. I'm telling you tonight, uh, there's some things that these disciples had in the Lord Jesus uh, that we have here tonight. Amen. Uh, there's some things that they found in the Lord Jesus that we can find here tonight. I don't know what kind of shape your life is in. I don't know what kind of trials that you're under. I don't know what kind of burdens you have to bear tonight. But I know this much. If you can feel the touch of the Lord Jesus and you can look up through all the trouble and trials of life. You can look up through the storms. You can look up through the heartaches that this life has to offer and see the Lord Jesus Christ. I promise you tonight you'll leave and you'll be glad you came. Amen. Uh, you'll be glad you shouted. Uh, you'll be glad you prayed. You'll be glad you rejoiced in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to say when they saw the Lord Jesus, uh, the Bible says they saw no man. I'm telling you tonight, he's the preeminent one. He's the permanent one. Amen. Uh, there's nobody like him. Uh, we sing about him. Uh, we worship him. We love him. We thank him him for what he's done. He's the powerful one. He's the only one that can change a life. He's the only one that can give a drunkard a new life worth living. He's the only one that can give a family a life that's worth living. He's the only one that can take the drink away and give them a drink of living water. I'm thankful tonight he's the all powerful one. He's the pure one. Pilate said that day 
You can find no fault in him. And neighbor, tonight I can tell you, you can look high. You can look low. You can go anywhere you want to. But can I say tonight, on the authority of the word of God, you'll find no fault in him. Amen. He's pure. There's no blemish in him. There's no fault in him. The Bible said the blood of Jesus is precious and without blemish and without spot. Amen. You ought to draw your line tonight and you ought to praise God for what he's done for you. Hey, do you remember the day you got saved? You remember the day you got born again? Amen. You remember the day that he saved you from a life of sin? You remember the day you was going this way on the wrong path and he turned you around and set your feet on a solid rock? Wrote your name down the land's book of life? Gave you a title deed to a home and mansion in glory? And said, if that ain't enough, I'm going to go away for a little while. But you just hold on. You just keep praying. You just keep serving. You just keep going to church. You just keep reading the Bible because I'm about to come back and get you. Amen. Son, I'm liking this. Uh, he, hey, he's the present one. I'm glad he's here tonight. I'm glad. Amen. I'm telling you, as long as he's here, no matter what else is said, no matter what else is done, everything will be all right. Amen. I think about that night when the disciples was tossed to and fro uh, in that stormy and that boat in the storm, that ship was rocking to and fro. Uh, they said, Master, carest thou not that we I'm glad he cares about you that you might be here tonight and the world's beat you up today Uh, the world has thrown you around today Uh, the world has mistreated you the world's cursed your God Uh, they've cursed your church they've cursed your Bible and they say we don't like you we don't care about you Uh, but can I say tonight there's one who cares Uh, there's one who loves you Uh, there's one who's interested in you Uh, there's one that's willing to help you and if you just come to him like the prodigal son the Bible said when that father saw the son he ran to where he was amen all you got to do is take a step and he'll meet you halfway he's a pure one he's a powerful one he's a present one amen he's a permanent one Uh, he's a selected one he's the spotless one he's a separated one he's the slain one Uh, he's the satisfying one amen he's the sufficient one he'll meet your need he'll help you through the trials he'll pick you up amen and he'll bless you on top of that amen glory to God. I'm glad tonight uh, he's the one that's seated by the right hand of the throne of glory. Amen. I'm thankful for that tonight. He's the superior one. He's the supreme one. And John said in chapter 4 and verse 42, and then he got so excited, he was reminded about it again in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 14. He had that wasn't enough. He said this. He said, he's the Savior of the world. Oh, 
people try to get to heaven by the tub. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. They got the idea that if I can get dunked in this water, somehow this water can wash away my sin. Yeah. Ain't no water. Hey, there ain't no water ever washed away your sin. Yeah, you right. can't get washed but by the blood yeah. of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. All that water can do is make you wet. But if you want cleansing, if you want freedom, if you want forgiveness, if you want mercy, if you want pardon, if you want salvation, I'm telling you tonight, you'll find it. You'll find cleansing power in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And brother, when you get washed by him, you're washed forever. Amen. I'm telling you, he's the savior of the world. He's the only one that can save a sinner uh, from a devil's hell. I want to tell you tonight, they saw the Lord only. I'm saying tonight, he is unfailing in his love. He's unchanging in his doctrine. He's unbelievable in his lifestyle. No man ever lived like he did. He said, I've not come to destroy the law, uh, but to fulfill it. It was unbelievable how he lived. I want to say tonight, he's uncompromising in his ministry. He is unqualified. Uh, he unequaled, rather, in his character. He's undeniable in his example. He's unaffected by the world. He's unblameable in his words. He's unparalleled in his message. He's unpopular with religious leaders. I'm telling you, he's unheard of in the power that he has. There's unquestionable miracles that he performed. He's unrestrained by natural boundaries. He's unforgiven in his mercy. He's forgiven in his mercy. And I'm telling you his touch is unforgettable tonight. You remember the night he saved you? How can you forget it? You remember where you were? You remember the life that you are living? You remember the message your life was in and how he changed? What a blessing that is. He's undefeated in death. Amen. It's undisputed in his resurrection. Listen, he interrupted every funeral he ever came across. Amen. When they carried that body out in the city of Nain, they was carrying that body out to the cemetery. But the resurrection was on the other end of town. And when the resurrection met the funeral, that one that was in the beer, the Bible says it was a beer. We call it a coffin. Uh, but that old boy sat up and said, hey, what y'all doing here? Yeah. 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 I'm going to tell y'all something right now. If I went to a funeral yeah. Come on. and the preacher was a preaching, are y'all with me? And they got to talking about that man in that casket and that fellow stood, stood, set up. Buddy, I'm telling you, that would empty out the building. Say amen right there. Glory to God. I'm telling you, uh, you say, well, they didn't have no back door behind that uh, uh, baptistry. I'd say, reckon where they want one, amen. But he touched the beard, the Bible said. And no boy sat up. Son, I got, that gives me a chill bumps big enough for a hog to bite. (laughs) 
That's exciting. Yeah. Amen. He, hey, hey, he gave help to the helpless yeah, right. and hope to the hopeless. Yeah. He's the Savior of the soul. He's the Savior of the body. Yeah. The Bible says when he comes back, he'll change our vile body. Yeah, right. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, right. The older I get, I'm telling you everything I got's been out of shape. Bifocals and bunions and bulges and binions. Amen. I'm telling you, uh, uh, that behind all this and somewhere there's a six pack in there. Uh, but I got it well camouflaged. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. The older I get, everything I got hurts. Yeah. Say amen right there. I remember when I was a youngster, them old timers would say, well, when I was your age, uh, we'd already got up and milked the cows and and we'd already plowed an acre of land and we'd already gathered the eggs, amen, and we'd already fed all the livestock before 4.30, 5 o'clock a.m. And you young people got it made. Uh, I'm telling you, they got up early and they bragged about it and made us feel awful about it. I'm 64 years old old. You know why they got, I figured out why they get up early like they do. Because after, there's just certain, so long you can sleep in that bed and after a while everything you got hurts. And the only way to relieve it is get up and move around. Say amen right there. Everything hurts. Amen. That's why they sleep in their recliners. Because it hurts to lay down and it hurts to get up. You say, you don't know what, I know what I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. They saw the Lord only. Not only is he the savior of the body, but he's the savior of the church. I'm glad tonight I'm part of the church. Amen. Uh, He'll be the savior of the Jews in the tribulation. And by the way, I want to say it one more time, just in case you uh, have any question. I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. I believe in pre-millennial rapture. I don't believe the church is going through the tribulation. I don't believe the church is going through the uh, through all the wrath that God's going to pour out. Hey, I believe this much. I believe before the tribulation begins, uh, we're going to hear that shout from heaven, and we're going to be called out. You say, how do you know that? Because from Revelation chapter 4 verse 1 somebody goes up and the door open in heaven somebody goes up in chapter 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17, 19 there's no church and in Revelation chapter 19 the doors open somebody comes down and at that time I'm coming back with him he'll be upon a white stallion and I'm going to be riding on a white horse with him some of you white folk will be having a saddle, but not me. I'll be riding bareback. Yeah. Just like all the other Indians, amen. Y'all have your saddles, uh, but not me. I'm just going to throw me a blanket on there and ride saying, Come on, Lord, and we're going to watch him wipe out his enemies at the Battle of Armageddon, Lord God, and you just will get ready to ride. <laughs> You say, I ain't, never ride, I ain't never rode a horse in my life. You fixing to. Yeah. Yeah, come on. You might as well get ready, amen. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That'd make a Piscalopian shout. Yeah. They saw the Lord. Yeah. They heard a voice. Yeah. They saw his glory. Yeah. Yeah. 
And when they looked up, they found something in somebody they ain't never got over. You say, what'd they find? I want to say this. They found a friend in the times of deep sorrow and heartache. Aren't you glad tonight we've got a friend? The songwriter said, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our griefs and, 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 and all our heartaches and all our, our sorrow and all our burdens we can carry. We've got a friend. I'm telling you, there's been times in this life I've had friends forsake me. I've had friends I thought were true friends, but it, uh, something happened down the road. Uh, uh, some misunderstanding. Uh, uh, some words spoken uh, out of turn and out of place. Uh, uh, divided and separated friends and, and folks even in the church. Uh, but I'm telling you, there's been a friend that's walked with me uh, through every trial of life. There's been a friend that stood by my side when all the rest has walked away. Uh, there's been a friend that's held my hand. Uh, there's been a friend that's held me up. Uh, there's been a friend that's been a comfort to me. Uh, there's a friend that knows all about me and still loves me. What a friend. The proverb said there's a friend that sticketh closer uh, than a brother. I'm glad tonight he's my friend I'm glad tonight he's a friend of friends I'm glad tonight he's a friend that'll never forsake you he'll never leave you he'll never leave you out to dry amen they found a friend in time of deep sorrow and storms and trials I'm glad about that Jesus said in the world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. Aren't you glad? I'm talking to people tonight. You know what I'm talking about. It's true. Uh, he's been your friend in the deep, dark, midnight hour. He's been the friend uh, that's been there when all others have turned their back. Uh, he's a friend that whispers sweet peace to your ear. Uh, he's a friend that comforts you. He's a friend that stands with you. I'm glad tonight they found a friend in the Lord Jesus. I don't know what you're going through tonight. But there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I'm thankful for that tonight. Have they found a fortress in the time of storms? That word fortress means a place of defense. It means a place of security. It, it references a place of safety, a fortress. I'm glad tonight Jesus is our fortress. I'm glad tonight he's a place of safety. I'm glad tonight is a place of, of security tonight. Uh, David said in many places, uh, he's my rock. Uh, he said, he's my pavilion. Uh, David said, he's my shelter. Uh, David would say, he's my refuge. I'm telling you, when all others uh, have walked away, uh, there's a fortress. Uh, there's somebody you can lean on. Uh, there's somebody you can trust. Uh, there's somebody that will engage with you. He'll strengthen you. He'll help you. He'll guide you. He'll show you the way to go in this old world. He's a fortress. And tonight, I'm thankful tonight, there's a fortress. When the children of Israel uh, were wandering in the wilderness, he was their fortress. He led them by a cloudy uh, pillar by day and a pillar of fire by night. Oh, what a blessing that was. Uh, somebody said, well, if I lived in that day, it would be easy to walk with God. Uh, I mean, look at that. They had a, cloud, a cloudy pillar and a fiery pillar. Who wouldn't be able 
able to follow God. Uh, but yet they failed the Lord again and again and again. Uh, but it was his faithfulness that led them. It was his faithfulness that guided them. I'm telling you tonight, thank God we might not have the cloudy pillar. Uh, but uh, Peter said we have a more sure word of prophecy. I'm glad tonight this is my cloudy pillar. Uh, this is a fiery pillar by night. Uh, he leads us by his word. He leads us and guides us by his precious word. I don't need the others. I got this. Amen. I'm glad about that. They found a fortress in a time of sorrow and troubles and tribulation. Aren't you glad about that tonight? I'm going to say this. I'm going to hurry tonight. Not only did they find a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, not only did they find a fortress in the storm in the valleys and heartaches, but they found a fellowship that was absolutely unbelievable. Do you realize tonight what a blessing it is to fellowship with God? To think that the God of heaven... Solomon said in, 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 in his effort to build a, a, a house for the Lord, he said, how can you build him a house? He's bigger than the universe. I mean, a house couldn't contain him. And yet as big as he is and as, and as wonderful he is, he's small enough to live right here in my heart. Amen. That's that voice that you hear. Uh, the Bible says, uh, uh, well, you'll hear a voice behind you say, this is the way. Walk ye in it. I'm glad that voice is in us. I'm glad that voice, that I'm glad his presence is real. Amen. I'm telling you when, I don't know who it was that prayed a while ago, but I enjoyed that prayer. That got me fired up. I'm telling you, when you can get somebody to pray right off the bat to get you fired up, man, I like to have that guy pray in my church every time we have church. I'm telling you what, uh, he prayed like he knew him. Uh, Whoever it was prayed like they walked with him. Uh, Prayed like they had talked with him just a while ago. Amen. I'm glad you can do that. I'm glad we can fellowship with him. Thank God he'll come on. Scoot on over there, ma'am. I'm glad he just sits right down with us and says, how you doing? How you doing, Sid? Everything all right with you today? Amen. Did you enjoy your breakfast? Amen. I did too. I enjoy breakfast, lunch, and supper, and snacks, and everything in between. I'm glad. Hey, I'm thankful tonight he'll come along and sit along beside you and say, uh, hey, listen, uh, you might not be married yet, but I got somebody picked out. If you'll hold on, stay right, stay pure, I promise you I'll give you something you won't regret. Amen. I'm glad. Scoot on over. I'm glad you sat down and say, hey, you're trying to raise them kids for the Lord, are you? I'm telling you how to raise your kid. I'll show you how to lead them. I'll show you how to guide them. You pray with them and you teach them the word of God. I'll walk with you. I'll be with you. I'll give you. I'm telling you, he'll fellowship with you in a time you don't think. Oh, look at here. He'll say, you got a youngin right there. Isn't it good to be saved? And he says, listen, I'll help you raise this little one. I'll show you. I'll show you. You pray with him. You let him know I'm real. You let him know about my word. I'm telling you, you raise him up right. When he gets big, he'll be a blessing to your life. I'm telling you, he'll bless. I'm telling you, you can fellowship with him. Amen. He'll walk with you. And he'll talk with you. He's real. Amen. I'm glad for his fellowship. He'll fellowship with him when things are good. He'll fellowship with you when things are bad. He'll fellowship you when your heart's broken. He'll fellowship you when you're up on the mountain. He'll fellowship with you when you feel like you've been forsaken. He'll fellowship when you feel like you're all alone. Uh, he'll sit down with you and say, everything's going to be all right. Amen. I'm, I'm glad. Thank
relationships with us. Years ago, years ago, before daddy died, he got Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's a terrible disease. It's a horrible, horrible disease. I've never seen a disease like Alzheimer. My dad, full blood Choctaw. Uh, he, he, he teaches some Choctaw words. I showed you last night how he showed me how to say banana. I, I ain't never forgot that. You say, what'd you do? I never asked him again how to say anything. Yeah. Nothing. I was humiliated. <laughs> amen. But he loved the Lord. When I first started pastoring in 1990, I didn't have no school and no education, nothing. Still ain't. And uh, he had graduated years ago from Springfield when school was good. When they didn't have all that junk going on like they do now. And he loved the Lord. He knew, he, his, his, his specialty was the kings. He knew those kings and northern kings and southern kings. I'm telling you, I could sit with ours and learn about Hezekiah and Asa and Jehoshaphat and all those kings. Man, what a blessing that was. Yeah. And he was brilliant. He was sharp. But that Alzheimer, yeah. that's a bad, that's yes, a bad stuff sure. right there. And he was a veteran in the Army. And I remember going to Lawton, Oklahoma one time and visited with him. I sat across the table from him and said, Daddy, do you know me? And he just looked right at me. Daddy, I'm the oldest boy. Do you know me? He said, I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Who are you? What would you say your name was? Yeah. Terrible, terrible. It is. And he, he, he was like that for a while, and then he fell. And... Uh, he ended up in the Comanche County Hospital. Mama called us, and Mama at that time had gone through diabetes and had a surgery, and she lost her eyesight. Diabetes took her eyes, and she was blind. And we was in the hospital, me and my two brothers and my sister. There's just four of us. Daddy was in a coma, been in a coma for three days. I'm talking about fellowship. Yeah, right. I'm talking about him, him being real. Yeah. Now, y'all might be young. You don't know all this right now, but there's going to come a time you're going to you're going to want that fellowship. Yeah, right. And we was in that hospital, and we grew up singing. We, we sang as a family. Boy, we loved it. We sang, and, and then we all learned parts. Then we learned how to play instruments and things like that. And Mama was sitting over in the corner, and she said, I mean, in the hospital. I mean, we were right there by the nurse's station. And she said, Mark, sing. And uh, I said, Mama, we're in the hospital. And... Uh, the host- doctors is coming in, nurses coming out, the nurse's station is right across the aisle, Mama, where these people are busy. Mark, sing. Let's sing. You see, when we were growing up, it seemed like Mom and Daddy always sang. We didn't know if there was trouble in the family. We didn't know if Mom and Daddy ever had an argument. All I knew this was Mama loved Daddy and Daddy loved Mama. Yeah. That's all I knew. And we didn't know if we didn't have food, Mama could make something out of nothing. But we had a happy home yeah. growing up. And I said, Mom, I said, uh, uh, we're in a hospital. Daddy's in a coma. And Mom, uh, this ain't the, really the place to sing, Mom. And uh, I'm looking at my brothers and sisters, and we're all making signs, you know, like. And, my, and the one below me said, you're the oldest. <laughs> I couldn't say anything, but I could do this. And uh, I said, Mom, really, uh, we're, she said, Mark Otis. Uh-oh. Now, when Mama 
When mama says your middle name. Yeah. yeah. You better believe it. You, st you, start, you start listening. Everybody she said, Mark Otis. I said, sing. I said, okay, mom. Okay. <laughs> Down here, my burden's heavy. Yeah. And the road is rough and long. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes my feet get weary and so sore. But there's a brighter day a-coming. Soon I'll step on heaven's shore. And I won't have to worry anymore. And about that time, brothers will start singing the harmony and sis sang the lead. And she got in that chorus. I won't have to worry when I reach the other shore. All my troubles will be over. And about that part in the song, three days in the coma, that old tenor voice popped in. <laughs> and dad came out of that coma. Thank you, Lord. I'll rest. I won't have to worry when I step on heaven's shore. And I won't have to worry anymore. Dad began to sing. Dad woke up. Dad got up. I'm telling you, he went on to be with the Lord later on, but that day we had fellowship. I'm telling you, in that hospital room, uh, the Lord showed up. Uh, the Lord appeared. I'm telling you, he walked with us. He helped us. He guided us. He was a friend that day. I'm telling you, what a fellowship we had. We found fellowship. The disciples found fellowship in the fire. They found fellowship in their faithlessness. They found fellowship when they'd been forsaken. They found fellowship when they felt they'd been forgotten. They found fellowship when the enemy, the foe, would attack against them. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. And then I want to say this. They found in the Lord Jesus, they found a future. Yes. That was guaranteed. Yes. Can I tell you tonight, loved ones, if you're saved tonight, your future is guaranteed. It ain't government guaranteed. It ain't insurance guaranteed. It isn't program guaranteed. It's Bible guaranteed. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Yeah. Believe also in me. Yeah, amen. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. I'm telling you tonight. They found in the Lord Jesus, they found a friend of all friends. They found a fortress that they could depend on, a safety, a guarantee of his security. I'm telling you, they found fellowship that was out of this world. I'm glad God walks with us tonight. I'm glad he goes through us, with us through the storms. You might be in a storm tonight. Some of you here tonight might be in a storm in the family. You might be in a storm with your health tonight. Some of you might be in a storm in your mind. 
The devil's trying to attack and get you to doubt and get you to fear. And I'm telling you tonight, he can help you. But, the, but we have a future that the devil can't take away. I don't know what's holding the Lord back other than the fact that somebody somewhere needs to be saved. Somebody needs to be saved. It might be a family member. Everybody here tonight has a family member, no doubt, that's lost. Yeah, right. Everybody here tonight, you right now can picture in your mind a face of somebody you work with, a family member, a friend, a neighbor that you know is lost tonight without yeah, God. Right. When's the last time you told them about the Lord? Yeah, Had the privilege of, of fellowshipping with your pastor today and walking with him and, and talking with him, just enjoyed myself with him. But he had a pocket full of tracks. And there wasn't very many places we didn't go. He didn't reach in that pocket and pull out a track. And he'd say, listen, we, he'd talk about the Lord. I, I want to give you this and invite you to meet and tell you about the Lord and tell you how to be saved. Yeah. You're right. One of these days, that last soul is going to be saved. Yes, right. One of these days, that last person, yes, boy or yeah. girl, right. it could be in Africa. It could be in Mexico. It could be right here in Hamlet, North Carolina. Yeah, you're right. Or Duran, Oklahoma, and yep. he's coming back. Yeah, amen. It's guaranteed. Yes, yes sir. It's guaranteed. And yeah, here's what we need to do tonight. If you're burdened, if there's trials, you might be like mom and daddy. You might have a parent that's sick and you're concerned about him. Mm. But you're trying to carry that burden. You can't carry it by yourself. Right. You need to let the Lord help you. You might have problems. You think, man, I don't have a solution to it. I don't either, but he does. Yes, yes. He does. And I don't know which direction he'll go, but you need to come and seek his help. You need to come and ask him. Yeah. He said, you have not because you ask not. That's come seek him. Come get some help tonight. The preachers, all they can do is preach. All we can do is declare the gospel. All we can do is preach the word of God best we know how. And after that's been done... You have to respond. Sure. You can say, well, I need some help and I need somebody to pray with me, but I think I'll just wait later on and you just go on carrying that burden and it never gets resolved. He is a friend. He is a fortress. And he'll fellowship with you. But you have to let him. Yes, sir. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Yes, if any man opened the door, we use that in sowing. There's not a thing wrong with that. But, but doctrinally, he's talking about something else. Yes, sir. But we can use that and make application. I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him yes, and sup will. with him yes, he will. and he with me. Yes. He's talking to a Laodicean church. Yeah. He's talking to a church that's lukewarm. That, he's, that he would rather spew out of his mouth because they're not hot and they're not cold. Yeah, right. But they're lukewarm. Mm -hmm. Folks, tonight you want revival? It's at an old-fashioned altar. Yeah, you have to confess your sins and turn from your sins and seek the face of the Lord. God will give you what you need. But you've got to do your part. Amen. Amen. I'm glad. I'm glad. When we look up, we see the Lord only. In your trials, you can see the Lord. Yes. In your heartaches, you can see thank the Lord. Yeah, good. In your disappointment, you can see the Lord. Yeah, thank God. In everyday life, you can see the Lord. I'm grateful. No wonder Peter would say, it's good yes. for us to be here. It's good. May the Lord bless you tonight. You do what the Lord have you to do. Don't, don't, 
Don't sit there. Don't let this moment pass by. Come, this preacher is willing to help you. This pastor's wife, there's other preachers here willing to help you, pray with you. Get some help. Get some help. I don't have revival in a, in a suitcase. Nobody does. Yeah, right. there's, no, there's, no re, there's no recipe for revival that I'm, I can give. Revival comes from the Lord. Yeah. And I can I say this. Revival is not seeing people get saved. Revivals for God's people. Yes, and when people, God's people get right with the yep. Lord, then the burden will come yes. and then folks will get saved. Yeah. That's a consequence. That's a result of it all. Right. But revivals for you and me. Yeah. Right. Amen. Amen. Come get some help. Amen. Come seek the Lord while he might be found. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We ask now that you'll help your people. Lord, I don't know the burdens that might be here tonight. I don't know the trials that somebody might be going through. I don't know the young person that is being overwhelmed at school with temptations and being made fun of because they're trying to live for the Lord. Strengthen them tonight. Help them. Maybe these young people need to come as a young people's department and bind together and pray together and say, we we need to help each other and, and support one another. That'd be good. That'd be good. There might be a mom and daddy need to come. Make some things right with each other. There might be a family need to come. And, and them, them youngins tonight need to hear that daddy's voice pray and ask God to help them tonight. I don't know what it could be, but Lord, help you people. Help them tonight. You do for us, I pray, what we can't do for ourselves. And God, we'll praise you. We'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.